Hi, I'm Sophie. I'm Talon. And today we're going to be doing a podcast about anti-LGBTQ discrimination. So on October 6th, Matthew Shepard was on his way home from planning an LGBTQ group for the town of Laramie, Wyoming. He couldn't convince his friends to grab a beer with him afterwards, so he just went alone. He ended up at a bar with two roofing workers, and while he was in the bathroom, they decided to pretend to be gay so that they could gain his trust. After they had lured him into their van, they pulled their gun on him, beat him, and stole his wallet that contained only $20. They proceeded to drive about a mile out of town where they tied him to a fence with a clothesline, and it's estimated by medical staff that he was hit 19 to 21 times in the face and skull with the butt of a large revolver. The sheriff who was on duty stated that the only time I've ever seen those dramatic injuries were in high-speed traffic crashes, you know, where there's this just extremely violent fraction, compressors, compression fracture excuse me, to the skull. He was left there for 18 hours and died six days later in the hospital due to extreme blunt force trauma. So the LGBT communities have not only been discriminated against, but killed viciously for their way of life. This isn't just like a once-in-a-lifetime thing. It's actually a lot more common than you might think. So first, we're going to discuss conversion therapy specifically, and then next, we're going to go over religious, medical, personal, and workplace issues regarding the LGBTQ community. Well said, Sophie. Um, So yeah, next, we're going to talk about conversion therapy. So in 1899, a German psychiatrist electrified the audience at a conference on hypnosis with a bold claim. He had, quote-unquote, turned a gay man straight. It took 45 hypnosis sessions and a few trips to the brothel. Albert, I'm not going to try and pronounce that last name, bragged that he, through hypnosis, he had manipulated um, the man's sexual impulses, diverting them from his interest in men to a lasting desire for women. He didn't know it, but he had just kicked off a phenomenon that would later be known as conversion therapy. A set of... Pseudo-scientific techniques designed to squash LGBTQ communities' sexuality and make them conform to society's expectations for how they should behave. So these practices led to an extreme negative prejudice against anyone who perceived to be a member of the community. Nowadays, conversion therapy is still in practice, but there's other methods of discrimination that are more common. Anna North, an author for the New York Times, wrote an article about how Trump's election victory was enough to spark a wave of hate. A gay couple found a knife pinned to to a package with a homophobic slur and a picture of Trump on its handle. Okay, so um, next we're going to be discussing um, how it's not just like a personal choice or something to disagree with. Um, The LGBT community is affected by hate and discrimination in their daily lives. They're uh, constantly at risk of being fired or feeling unsafe from work or being denied necessary medical care. So just a couple facts that we found in our research are that there's no federal law protecting employees from discrimination based on sexual orientation, and there's no state-level protection for sexual orientation or gender in 29 of the 50 U.S. states. That means employees can be fired simply for just being gay. Uh, For example, 
And then, so not only are they at risk of like losing their jobs, but they're also at risk in the medical field. So for example, one patient with HIV disclosed to a hospital that he had sex with another man and for and the hospital staff refused to provide him with his HIV medication. In another case, a transgender teenager who was admitted to a hospital for suicidal um, for suicidal tendencies uh, was just discharged early by the hospital staff. He later committed suicide uh, and he was discharged because and constantly misgendered because and the staff was just constantly like just uh, belittling him for being gay. And then in or trans, sorry, I misspoke. My apologies. And then um, 8% of people who are lesbian, gay, bisexual, or queer in a study showed that they have uh, that they have had a healthcare provider refuse to see them because of their actual or perceived sexual orientation. 6% said a doctor or other healthcare provider refused to give them healthcare. 7% said that a doctor or other healthcare provider refused to recognize their family, including a child or a same-sex spouse slash partner. And seven um, percent said they experienced unwanted physical contact from a doctor or other healthcare provider, such as fondling, sexual assault, or rape. And then just one more quick example is that on August 23rd, 2016, a group of conservative religious organizations and eight in eight states filed a lawsuit against the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services (HHS) challenging the 1557 rule. They made a dubious claim that the non-discrimination project protections would require doctors to provide treatment that violated their religious beliefs. So basically, long story short, a lot of people think that they should be able to deny LGBTQ people jobs or health care simply because it's their personal beliefs. But like, in my opinion, a personal belief is something like, um, I prefer coffee over tea, not I think someone shouldn't have medical care, or I think someone should be fired because of something they can't control. You know, some people could really claim that this is not as big as a deal as it's made it made up to be, or they don't have to support anything that contradicts their beliefs or personal opinions. But when we actually look at unbiased statistics and the history or of hate dis- slash discrimination towards the LGBTQ plus community, we can obviously see that this is a real and important issue to discuss. Why should it any one person be able to deny another human being their rights due to belief. Despite your personal beliefs slash ignorance on the magnitude of this issue, these problems need to be addressed. The research plainly and clearly shows how many people are affected choosing choosing kindness and accepting is not only beneficial to everyone involved, but a necessary step towards the progress. Okay, we might get a little bit controversial here. We're saying all of this respectfully, just to preface, but to kind of further elaborate on that, it's people claim that it's just their personal beliefs, but when recently, actually this year, the LDS Church released a statement, like an official statement, saying that they are in opposition to a bill that would ban the use of conversion therapy. As stated previously, conversion therapy is like a horrific form of abuse, and it's used to turn someone straight. The majority of those who go into conversion therapy attempt suicide at least once afterwards. So how can you claim it's your personal belief when it has effects to this like large of a scale? There's also no federal law that protects the community from workplace or medical discrimination. And the number one cause of death 
of kids in Utah age 11 to 17 is suicide as a direct result of anti-LGBTQ teachings. Suicide rates have also increased 141% from 2007 to 2017 in Utah specifically, and 70% of LGBTQ Mormons met criteria for being clinically diagnosed with PTSD as a direct result of church teachings slash doctrine. Not only is this opposition to the ban of conversion therapy wrong, but it's not ethically correct. You know, they talk about all the all these things about how they just want to love and accept, but the LGBTQ community plus is not only like people, it's like a whole community and they're the most, they're some of the most wonderful people I've ever met. And it's just so wrong that people could actually do this. It's not only the LDS church who's always discriminated against the LGBT community, but it's also been many churches over the years. And just to add, this isn't to say like churches are wrong and if you are a part of these churches, then you're a bad person because that's absolutely not the case. But when we just actually look at the things that certain churches are opposing or enforcing, and then we, we look at the direct like statistical results as a cause of those things, like the suicide rates in Utah, like that is, I think it's just proof that there needs to be some different change and some different methods as to going about these things than we've previously done in the past. Because like looking, if when you grow up in a home where you know your family's not gonna support you or they might kick you out, it like traumatizes you. It messes you up as a, in your head as a kid. So we just need to be a little bit more aware of these things so that we can approach these situations with a little bit more care.